This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 53 of the 2018 WEG Show on the Horse Radio Network for September the 15th. This episode is brought to you by Kentucky Performance Products, Bit of Britain, Horseware, Bait Saddles, and Bed and Barn Farms. All about cross-country today at the World Equestrian Games. The rain stayed away, the crowds came out, and it was a great day for cross-country. Samantha, Jen, and I will review the day, and you'll hear interviews from many of the riders at the finish, plus sound from the press conference at the end of the day. We're two parts into a three-part story here at Eventing. Listen in. Welcome to the 2018 WEG Show, your home for all the news and views of the 2018 World Equestrian Games. Hello, I'm Samantha Clark. And this is Glenda Geek, and we're your hosts and guides to the 2018 World Equestrian Games. Welcome to our daily coverage of the games. Well, a couple things before we get to our eventing coverage. One is the weather. We've been talking yes. about it every day. Thank you. God, flow did not come as forecast or planned. Well, she's arriving now, but it's over. It I doesn't mean, matter. It doesn't matter now. Well, it does matter for the rest of the games, but matter. for cross-country, it doesn't <laughs> I mean, matter. From Sammy's point of view, it doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't matter. matter. No, I mean, this over. is the one, you know, I mean, endurance sadly has been and gone, and this is the other one big outside event. Well, driving, I driving guess. Driving out, yeah. yeah. The We've got week. a week to recover, but... yeah. Actually, that's... Sorry to get off topic. I do have ADD, so... Glenn... The driving, I put a little thing on the um, like Facebook Live. That is where endurance was, right? That's where your your cones. Yeah, and, and I did find out a little bit about that. So where endurance was, all those pictures you saw the of the mud gate. at the vet gate yeah. is where they're putting driving. They did not want to put the footing down until after this rain ended because they thought it would be so a mess. So it will be like the footing that we have in the arenas. It is. It always has. It's never going has. Let me restart that. It was never going to be turf. It was always going to be some composite material that they packed down. Okay. So that that was has been in the plans. Chester Weber announced that a while back that that's what they were going to do, and they don't want to put it down before we have seven inches of rain. So it, that's that's why it still looks like a mud hole where the driving's going to be. Okay, thank and they'll God. put stands up, and we saw them put these big stands up in three days. So it's, I guess they'll get them up. It's crazy what happens overnight here. It's yeah. like the well, the shoemakers really elves sure. here. I feel yeah. much better. That, so I did find that out, <laughs> yeah. and I know that some of the German drivers who are the number ones in the world have come in and they looked at that and went, uh, uh, "Excuse uh, we me, need an arena." <laughs> so, <laughs> so it is in the works. I, I'm I'm confident by the amount of stuff that gets done overnight here. Oh yeah, not overnight yeah. even. I've th- we walked. I went up and walked the last few jumps, and five minutes. I promise you, five, five, ten minutes probably before cross country start, they were laying down shingle for that road access road for the ambulances. It is incredible what it they've gets gotten done. done. Yeah, just, just, <laughs> just, just. In time. It's just in time inventory here at uh, Wag. So the but weather anyway, held off. Flow yeah, is here now. We are still come. expecting but seven still, inches it of rain. Look bad at the moment. Well, the worst isn't here, We're, and it is coming right over us. So they are still expecting massive flooding. And I just saw the news. We still are expecting a lot of rain. The wind's not so much of a big deal, but uh, there will be flooding here in the mountains. And Polk County has announced that, and they're expecting. They're telling people to stay in tomorrow because of the flooding and state of major roads and things like that. But. So. 
the outer bands that we got earlier today were, per, for the most part, dry, which made for lovely weather. It was beautiful, It couldn't actually. have been more perfect. All the riders said it was. And um, we'll listen and we'll talk about that in a minute. I'll try not to get off track again. But, yeah, it couldn't have been more perfect across country. It was breezy. It was cool. There was cloud cover. Yeah. The, the ground was fantastic. It was the nicest day, actually, since we've gotten here because yeah. it wasn't so bloody hot. Yeah. And the crowds turned out. Oh, my God. They're, they're, it looked like a Rolex crowd out there. We walked a whole course today, and the crowds were there. It was very pleasing to see yeah, them all. It was very so nice enthusiastic. See, yeah. And yeah. we saw a lot of listeners today, by the way, Samantha. They all said oh, hi. Good. They recognized us out there. You're going to hear hi, from yeah. one of them uh, a little bit later on that we recorded. She came all the way down, and several of them said they listened to our show the whole drive-in. So there Four we go. Things. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that was great. We should also say um, another sad casualty of these games is the dressage freestyle. Yes. That has officially been cancelled. They, they've just said there was no other way to figure it out. With, the, with all the rain they're expecting tomorrow, they couldn't do it on Monday because the horses fly. So we were hearing about that all day. There was uh, a rumor. Usual, rumors yeah, flying rumors around. Flying, it'll this and then, day, it'll be that day. It's indoors, it's outdoors. So apparently the flights that they're taking out, they were flying out on Monday. That 13 of the 15 horses in freestyle, two of the American horses were going to be the only ones left. Uh, and the, the apparently... We're going to win that freestyle one way or another, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> apparently the flight that they were taking could not be rescheduled. The, the service that was doing it could not reschedule because of their planes needed to be where they were. And it, they were thinking about this. They were thinking about after raining tonight, the finals and the uh, individual medals for raining, for taking the footing out and putting complete new footing down before tomorrow and yeah. doing it tomorrow. But it was too much of a logistical nightmare. Yeah. And, and it it, just not much would happen. have to go wrong weather-wise for that to end yeah. badly. Yeah. yeah. The trucks would have to get here, and it just yeah. was going to be a mess. So freestyle, unfortunately, is canceled at this point. So all events tomorrow have been canceled. Tomorrow will be the day off. We don't know yet when the event horses are going to do their final horse inspection. That may be tomorrow morning. Probably indoors someplace, I would think. They could do that indoors somewhere. Um, and then, They're just going to trot up and down the center aisle of the barn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, actually, we really don't know. It might be Monday. It might be tomorrow. We don't know where it will be. But we do know that the, as of this moment, pending change here at Tryon, uh, the jumping finals will happen on Monday. Yes. Yeah. So nothing tomorrow except but, for maybe a jog. Yes. Yeah. Okay. But the riders really want it to happen tomorrow. So that mm. might change. It's, you know what's sad about that is it really messes with the ticket holders and the patrons coming in. Because they make a plan, then they change their plans, and then they make another plan. Yeah. And that's why I, 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 hope, I hope now that they've decided something, they stick with it. Uh, raining is going on right now. We will not. We do not have the results. We do know that coming into this finals for the individual medal in raining, we had the top five were. Jennifer? Oh, top five were. Got my paper here. Um, Cade McCutcheon, of course, from Yay. U.S. Yay. Daniel, Eighteen years old. Uh, yeah, the young kid. Uh, Daniel Huss, also from the United States. Bernard Fonk from Belgium. Jordan Larson from the USA again, and fifth and polls from Belgium. So it looks like Belgium and the United States. And we'll the know that in our next episode, which uh, may not be tomorrow because we'll have the day off, but uh, we'll be back on Monday and we'll try and get some sound from that press conference for you. They're for out you. there spinning and sliding now. But in the meantime, we need to take a commercial break for Kentucky Forums products and Bit of Britain's added to the collection tonight because this show is also going out on the Eventing Radio Show feed. We are hosts of the Eventing Radio Show this Hi, week. Hi, Eventers! We just do it all. <laughs> <laughs> Jack all right. of all trades, master of none. <laughs> 
The buzzer sounds. You canter toward the course full of confidence. You and your horse fly over the first as if you had wings. The timer ticks away. The rails stay in their cups. You risk the inside turn to the last big oxer. You sail over the final fence, clear with the fastest time for the win. The feeling you get after the perfect ride. It's why we do what we do at Kentucky Performance Products. This feeling is brought to you by Summer Games Electrolyte. Summer Games Electrolyte's research-proven formula was originally developed for the horses competing at the 1996 Olympics. Summer Games supports a healthy thirst response, proper electrolyte balance, optimal levels of performance, quick recover after exercise. The horse that matters to you matters to us. Hi, Glenn the Geek here, founder of the Horse Radio Network, and we would like to take this opportunity to thank Bitter Britain for continuing to be our title sponsor for the Eventing Radio Show and for being one of the biggest supporters of eventing over the last three decades. If you need eventing supplies, there is no better place to go than BitterBritain.com. John and the entire gang are there to help you with everything you need for a successful eventing season, with the exception of the horse. You're on your own for that. Please support the company that supports you, BitterBritain.com, and like like them on Facebook, just search for Bit of Britain. So now we can actually talk about the cross country now that I've tried to lead you there. All. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it was a pretty, I mean, it was a really great day. I haven't, uh, we just got back and we had the press conference and I've just come and sat down and started talking to you. So I haven't had time to sit down and look at all the numbers properly but i did hear jenny um equi ratings if you're not if you're into eventing and you haven't followed equi ratings yet you should because they're really interesting statistics and uh i don't know the actual numbers but it is officially i think the highest percentage of clear rounds at a world championships yeah wow really Um, that's great yeah and funnily enough we're going to hear from janelle price later but um Oh, or maybe we should do it in a minute. Let's talk about, why not talk about Janelle first since I've gone to Janelle and I wanted to talk about her earlier when we're talking about changing when the jumping is. Janelle, um, not only is she the fastest, you know, one of the fastest riders in the world and the fastest woman in the world, um, she'd come out here and she'd said, you know, from the very beginning, Classic Moe won badminton. Classic Moe was the fastest round at Normandy four years ago at the World Championships. She wanted it, you know, to be hot as hell and then the hill to be a minute longer than anyone realised. And... Um, so she was, I think when, when we, she went last for the New Zealand team, and when we all realized by then that the, the course was riding fairly well. I mean, there'd been a few high, um, high profile casualties, yeah. including yes. Mark Todd, uh, yeah, Mike a Tate, couple of people Chris got Burton. surprised. Yeah. So it wasn't completely a walk in the park, but, um, you know, there were a lot of people getting around and there were a lot of clear rounds. Yeah. And so she made it look so easy and she came back and, um, she said uh, she said that she thought it was too easy. <laughs> of course she did. <laughs> too easy for a championship course. Um, she thought, uh, she said also, I mean, plus her horse is a freak and that her horse could have gone around another two minutes easily. And she said it's probably the best cross-country horse she'll ever sit on. But when we asked her about uh, what did she think about the show jumping being on the Monday, she was like, 
think it's stupid. And <laughs> <laughs> she was also the one who, when we danced her after her dressage, what did they think? Because there was talk, you know, that they might take out some jumps or shorten the course. She was like, no way. Why would you do that? Absolutely not. You know, so um, she's one who's certainly not afraid to speak her mind. And she's quite interesting to listen to. And she's just, um, you know, very blunt, typical Kiwi. So why don't we listen to her to get it kicked off? And then we'll listen to some other uh, contrasting point of views and some other riders. Oh, yeah, look, it's almost, uh, in a funny way, I feel like I go out with more pressure on me now on her because I know how, how good she is, you know. we've She's proven it time and time again over the last four years, really, since she first reached four-star, and, you know, you sort of leave that start box knowing that if, if there's not a double clear on the scoreboard, then it's my my fault. So it's sort of more a duty I owe to her, I think, but um, thankfully I did my part today, and, and of course she answered all the questions. No, I mean, yeah, I mean, you'd have to perhaps quite question how much of a championship track, um, but maybe she is just phenomenal, and yeah, I certainly had a very easy ride from start to finish. Uh, no, she was still flying home, but I was a bit down. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I was a little bit um, down at the bottom of the hill. And again, you sort of have that feeling if I come home a second over on her, then I'm going to be in huge trouble. So I did actually kick her a little bit up the hill, but um, God knows she would go another two minutes, you know. Yeah, she, she is, you know, she is an incredible athlete. I don't think I'll probably ever sit on another quite like her across country. So as much as you've sort of got to endure the dressage, it's, it's all so worth it come, come the sad day. And what do you think about having an extra day to cover before the show? I think it's absurd. Uh, yeah, it, it really worries me who is calling these shots. Maybe I'll be made to eat my words if it's um, absolutely pouring tomorrow, but I think it completely changes the game. You know, the whole point of jumping on the day after cross country is that, you know, the horse that can recover the best and come out and, and you know, close their stride and be careful and, uh, you know, giving them an extra day is a whole different kettle of fish. So I think here and now, I think it's really sad and I really hope that uh, it is as bad as they, they say it has come tomorrow, otherwise it's going to look very stupid for our sport. Well, Janelle is sitting in 12th place. She was, of course, clear inside the time pretty easily, made it look like a little pony club hunter trial. Um, probably, you know, as she said, wished it would have been two minutes longer, wished it would have been much more difficult. That would have played to her strengths. Um, but while you're on that topic, though, the big hill was has been talked about for a month leading into this. The big hill has been talked about, and I think all the riders had prepared for that. They all came with horses that were good cross-country horses, good um, galloping horses for the most part, and they'd all got their horses really fit and prepared for it, um, especially, I mean, let's talk about the results. So Team Team GB is sitting in the lead. They're in the gold medal position, and all their horses, they had four clear rounds, five if you count Tina, who was going as an individual, and they looked absolutely fantastic, and that's not just me being biased. They, no, they I mean, really did. They went out. They Their horses looked superb. They jumped beautifully. They finished strong. Um, Gemma Tassel, who went out as the pathfinder, uh, she came back. Her horse was 23 seconds inside the time. Dang! Uh, <laughs> and then I saw them leading it out. It looked like there was a horse going out to the Grand National. They had one one girl on each side leading it out, and they could barely hold it. Like that was them. <laughs> that was them leading it out of the finish to the back to the stables after they. Oh, it after. Off. Yes, yes, exactly, Glenn. <laughs> wow, that's um, that's how fit the Brits had their horses and how well prepared they are. Um, wow. And you'll hear more about that in the press conference later too, because they talked about that. Yeah. So, uh, I, um, but a lot of the riders, we realized pretty 
pretty, like, you know, at least probably a third of the way through, that they, they were all coming back and saying the first half of the course where it was all so twisty and turny and technical that they were all down on their clocks then and they would come up the hill and still be like, that's funnily enough, that's where they were making up time. Because it was just the straight. Time, there was no would, twisty turny. They, they could just let the horse the hill, gallop. Make up yeah. a little bit of time. And then the ones who were fast would actually, yeah. you know, like Gemma said, she then, you know, she was down on her time as, at the bottom of the hill, galloped up that hill on that hugely fast thoroughbred right. Arctic soul, who's an X-race horse, and then make, just, yeah, kept, I th- just, just I think, kept making up time. I think horses who are happy being adjustable, and riders who are good at adjusting their horses and still keeping them happy. Because some horses, you do too much adjusting that it takes the wind out of their sails. They're going, yeah. okay, enough. If you're not, not going to let me gallop, I don't want to gallop. And that's going to affect your time later in the course. Well, especially around the beginning when it was so twisty. Yeah, because they, had, they had to keep rebalancing on all those moguls. But yeah. the horses and the rider, the teams who could go through that and go through it in a cooperative fashion versus fighting. Because I saw a yeah. lot of riders out there really struggling because the horse said, no, I want to gallop, yeah. I want to gallop. And you just couldn't go flat out on the beginning of that no. course. Colleen Loach was the first out for Canada, and she had the most beautiful round and made it look uh, deceptively easy because she had a very smooth round. Very she smooth, She didn't have to spend yeah. much time setting up. Her horse just galloped in a really nice rhythm, just came to the fences, jumped most of them out of stride, and we all thought, oh, shit, like, this, oh, sorry, that looks a bit easy. And then and then others... It didn't know, stay that way. didn't stay that way. <laughs> others had to do a lot of adjustments and made it look more difficult. But she was great. Ingrid Klimka, the German rider, is in the lead now. She's taken over the lead. She had the most beautiful round on horseware, Hale Bob, who should... Bobby was, fun, you know, Will. I mean, she was, Bobby's done a lot of hunting when he was a younger horse. And you could tell he just comes to the fences, pops over, just, you know. Uh, Nonchalant. Yeah. Yeah. He made it look pretty easy. She had a great round. She finished bang on the optimum time. And she was actually very modest about it. She said, oh, it's luck. I could have been one second over. I could have been one second, you know, mm-hmm. under. But I was managed to be bang on. She had a beautiful round. Uh, dressage leader was heartbreaking. Julia Kruski maybe um, was unlucky that she was one of the early riders out to go. She was the pathfinder for her team. She had a run out at one of those big corners and that, uh, they were pretty influential. I think I think it was Fence 14. It was CSX the, corners, the gray ones. Yes. yes. So big gray Very corners, influential. And um, she said, you know, she just uh, couldn't, he was a little strong and she just couldn't fit the striding in and she ended up too close to that third one and perhaps if he tried to jump he wouldn't have made it so it was better that he ran out or stopped yeah. and um, she was she was very classy about it because it must have been heartbreaking. And she said, um, you know, it was hard. You know, when if she'd been an individual, she would have slowed down and just gone around slowly after that. But being a member of the team, you have to carry on. You have to sort of just put it out of your mind and keep going for the yeah. team. And then I actually saw her later. She was back at the because we were by the finish talking to all the riders. She was back at the finish. She was helping cool out Ingrid's horse. She was washing off horses. Yeah, she's a real team player. She's a very classy lady. And Ingrid talked about her ride. She had the most beautiful ride on Horseware Hail Bob, who she calls Bobby, of course. And um, yeah, so she is now in the gold individual gold medal position overnight. Deservedly so. We had to wait a little bit at the start, and that was um, quite tough because he really wanted to go. He already here, he wasn't so sure why we walked so long, and he heard always the whistles and was ready to go. So when I wasn't allowed to go, I tried to trot back, but he didn't want to, so I thought, no, don't lose a shoe, be tr- try to behave. But then he was very fast in the beginning, he really wanted to run, and I thought, this would be quite too fast if we keep going like this. But then at five, it was quite good that he had a little rattle to know I have to watch out for more complicated things than just 
can't you hear as fast as you can? And then everything went really the way I wanted. And you came up the hill, deep breath, and all of a sudden the second breath was coming and he came in the finish like, okay, some more. <laughs> or I was very, very pleased and very proud. Yes, I was really concerned with the sprinklers. Luckily I was in the end. So I had my whip on the left-hand side, but he still was like this. Yep. Okay, so I made sure of my friend, left leg, left whip, because he did it once in Lumiere a few years ago. There was a water sprinkler in front of a, um, tr a fish or tree in the water, and he had to stop there because he didn't want to go. So I knew that he's a little bit funny with sprinklers in the water and um, knew the only chance would be the option. And so I can train it tomorrow, maybe, that he will learn one day. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I mean, see what happened all day. Strong riders, good riders, good horses, and um, it was tricky, or not tricky, but it was built that it could happen on different um, fences. There was, okay, particular maybe 14 with the corners was tough, but also on other um, op uh, other fences you had runouts here, runouts there. You have to be really focused, and everything came quite quick with A, B, C, D, E, F, G. And uh, you have to really be smart thinking. Where's the next turn? Drop fences, a lot of drop fences. And then the hill. Okay, the last was then with, oh, sorry, with a, a fit horse. The last was nice, but um, still they had to do it. So that puts Ingrid in the overnight lead. And in second was Roz Cantor, who is um, actually, funnily enough, before we left the press tent today, we did like a little sweep uh, for a bottle of wine about who thought who would win someone already has Ingrid so that's annoying but I picked Ros Cantor good and, for you yes and she is in the silver position and not by much I mean it was uh, a rail no she's it? on no not even a rail 24.6 and Ingrid's on 23.3 they both went clear within the time Ros looked fabulous I mean all the Brits look fantastic but she um, had and a she great looks ride. like she's 12 you're right I saw she her looks tiny <laughs> the horse is enormous it's a horse she's had since um, it was four years old she got it from an Irish uh, well, actually, he's an English guy who gets a lot of horses from Ireland, and he's a dealer who lives in Leicestershire called Veer Phillips, who gets lots of really, really nice horses. So congrats to both of them. And in third place is Irish, uh, Irish, Sarah, Irish girl Sarah Ennis, who had a fantastic round on Horseware Stellar Rebound. And Horseware, one of our sponsors. Go Horseware. And, that, um, and also Sam Watson on Horseware Arda Highlight. So the Irish actually are in the silver medal position behind Great Britain and France are in the bronze medal position. And we're going to hear from Maxime Livio. The, I mean, the French had a fantastic day. They uh, totally punched above their weight. No one expected them to do this well because their horses are all slightly inexperienced. They, you know, we, they sort of flown under the radar all this time coming into the games, even though they are Olympic champions. I mean, that was only two years ago at Rio. But um, uh, I Boy, we forget that, don't we? That it was. Yes. It seems like ten years ago. I know, <laughs> Maxime. So um, Astier had a great round on his young horse, who's only done Buccalow, I think, and um, came and I can't remember what it was, but he, you know, like I'd said, I'd said after the dressage, he was very nonchalant about, oh yes, it was good, it was yeah. fine, and the same thing today. He came back off the cross country, and um, oh, I think someone said, well, what did you do to prepare to have such a good round here today? You know, what have you been doing in the months leading up? He said, work hard. <laughs> like stupid what a stupid question anyway then we talked to Maxime and he came off and of course you know they would come off there pretty sweaty and hot and um, 
he was very animated, very French, and he's also extremely handsome. And so I talk, I managed to talk to him. I was in the front. Talking oh, to him, but is then that all why the other, when you sent his uh, uh, sound file over, it had little hearts after? Yes. <laughs> and then as I was talking to him, I could, I could feel all the other journalists coming up behind me and sticking their microphones into it. And then by the end, we were like, oh, Maxime, because he came to Rolex a few years ago, and we were like, Oh, Maxime, Maxime, <laughs> and 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 he's just so um, he talks well. He loves his horse. He he's happy to talk to you, even though he doesn't speak perfect English, and it makes it even better. And yeah, we all fell in love with Maxime all over again. So let's listen to why not? Let's give ourselves a treat. <laughs> oh, super! Um, I'm very happy because the twisty part down there is not very comfortable with my horse because he have a really huge stride and. It's not easy to go fast when it's twisty everywhere like this. So I tried to be as fluent as possible there. I was a little bit late and then I said to myself, okay, we have to go fast at the end, but the end is like this. So I say we will try. And he answered very well. He was so generous. I really have to thank him today. He gave me, he gave me a lot. Yeah, he gave me a lot. What about the water that's been causing trouble? There is a lot of water in all the water jump. After that, we can see that many mistakes start to come with, with top-top riders. So I think, I would say it's, it's not technical mistakes. It's more um, the, how can I say, on cross-country, there is the technique, but there is also the atmosphere, the people, the water over the bank. There is many, many, many fences everywhere when we get in a competition from the ocean. And the horses look at this one, look at this one. So it's not really a technical problem because all the combination looks quite clear. Nobody was worried at the beginning, but we really have to keep the connection on the horses. Even we we start to go fast, we have to keep them focused. We go on that fence, we go on that fence. And like this, they forgot a little bit about the, the rest. And I think some, some horses and riders were surprised about that. So... Um, France is in bronze medal position. The Japanese actually had a really good day, and they're in fourth. Australia. That, that was actually one of the uh, that riders that really impressed me, yes, was the final Japanese really, rider. All of them actually ride He really did a well. really nice round, steady and forward, thinking the and whole way. building up some really nice horsepower. Yeah. They've got um, Angela Tucker training them, the French trainer, Laurent. I mean... Th- they are. I mean, with Tokyo in two years, they've they've made it a real. They're going to make a good yeah. showing of it. Yeah. Absolutely. So Australia is in. Ooh, had fifth a tougher day today. Australia. Australia is in fifth place, but um, I know I was getting quite excited because I'm writing for an Australian website, and Andrew Hoy was their pathfinder on the very young horse, or not very young, but quite green horse, Vasily Delassos. Um, and he'd come over for the test event, and no one really expected that he'd be here in September. And he set out uh, on Vasily Delassos, uh, who is pretty green had the ride of his life came back and you know and said that he's one of the best rides he's ever had and he's had a lot of rides and so we all uh, I was thinking wow I mean that's one of the greenest horses on the Australian team we're golden here and um, after that it didn't go so well but uh, I'm thrilled for Andrew and thrilled for his owners and couldn't be happier for him he is just phenomenal Vasily de Lassos who was bought for me in May last year has just given me one of the greatest rides of my life and I've sat on some very good horses in my in my time but it's it's a I know it's a very big statement because I started my international career at Lexington in Kentucky 40 years ago and I think I've come a long way since then because 
I spent a lot of time signing autographs on the cross, walking home from the cross country, <laughs> only getting three quarters of the way round then and this time. Um, for him to finish um, like six seconds inside the time, he only touched one fence and it was at the top of the hill here, just at the apple fence, and he just touched a, a toe on, on that. And he's, he was just running and jumping and just enjoying it. And it was Mark Phillips' um, designs really well. If you ride with good speed, good rhythm and balance to a good takeoff spot, you'll have a fantastic ride. Well, how is the United States setting? How do we do for with our riders? Mm, it's a mixed bag. Let's see. We are sitting in eighth in the team standings. And let's talk about the good things. Lynn Szymanski on Donna was absolutely fantastic. Yay. They, we saw her round. We saw her. Well. She was great. Didn't they look awesome? Yeah. They were fantastic. And she individually is sitting in ninth place. Um, and he, I don't want to jinx them, but he's a pretty good show jumper. So, um, and she's the highest ranking American at this point. She is the highest ranking American, and depending on what happens, she could move up. So, uh, fingers crossed for her. And she, I mean, that horse's that horse's cross country record. This was her tenth. Cha- no, yeah, she's done nine four stars, completed nine four stars. She is amazing. with Donner. Yes, yeah. Donner. So, and he pulled up. He looked amazing. I mean. Yeah, I can't say enough good things about that. That's why she's on the team. And yeah, they they really looked good out there. Yeah. yeah. So Philip Dutton, what just what you'd expect, went out there, got the job done, came home clear. Um, said it, uh, you know, his horse looked pretty strong, but he said it was fine. Uh, that's why he's on the team too. He's just um, he's just amazing. Uh, I think the. One of the New Zealand journalists said, how many clear rounds has that man done now? <laughs> how many hot dinners have you had? So I, I didn't mean, get to see his. We got caught up in a traffic snarl. So. The team. so those two were great. Sadly, uh, we didn't have such a great day um, for the others. Boyd Martin had an uncharacteristic, silly mistake um, in the water, the yeah, second water. Yeah, we saw that, that, actually. That, that jump tripped up a, a lot. lot. That was the sailboat jump. Yeah. yeah. tripped up a lot of riders. And we he, were there for a while. We saw several get tripped up there. Yeah. And he said he just came and um, didn't ride it well. He said it was his fault. He just uh, rode a bit strong, got a, got a funny stride, and um, just... That was he that. Said, He's, and it was heartbreaking. You know, like you can tell it, he said it'll haunt me for a while and you can tell it was really weighing on him because mm-hmm. he's such a team player and, he, you know, obviously everyone here is so competitive. Um, our pathfinder for America was Will Coleman. He'd set off on tight lines, which is, you know, that horse is like a running, jumping machine. And he, uh, we, he just, he said, you know, it just didn't happen today. Like the horse went at the same thing, the second water with the fountains coming out, the waterfalls. Yep. That's right. Yeah, that's, didn't want to yeah. go near them. Um, yeah. I, later in the day, everyone went. The everybody went. What happened to Will? And they went a yep. the long way. Yeah, that was heartbreaking. Then he had another run out at the corners. Um, the horse just looked a bit rank and strong. Um, and, and Captain Mark Phillips uh, was asked about that in the press conference. You're going to hear what he has to say about that waterfall jump later. Yeah. Um, so that was disappointing. And then heartbreaking for Lauren Kiefer. She was having a really lovely ride on Vermicula. She was going as an individual, no pressure on her, and uh, was having really a fantastic round. And just um, the fence before the squirrels left a leg and tipped her off, and that was the end of her Aww. day. So not a great day for America, <sighs> unfortunately. But she's in good company. It was not a great day for, you know, Chris Burton. We could hardly get him to come and talk to us because he was so 
disgusted with themselves. Well, I don't want to say that actually, <laughs> but you know, these people sure. are competitive, and when yeah. it doesn't right. go right, yeah. it's um, it w- it's a hard cost to bear. From uh, this complete amateur's point of view, it was a really great course in that it it so rewarded focused riding. You really had to be focused on every minute. If something went bad, you had to focus forward on the next fence because as soon as you lost your focus, you you missed a stride somewhere or you missed a line somewhere and, and you were SOL. Yeah. One of the ones, too, that we got to see, and actually this is kind of an interesting story. So we had a listener stop us that just saw us across the way. And he had driven down from, like, Michigan, and she's an inventor. And we happened to be interviewing her for the People of Wag segment when Mark Todd rode by. And it happened to be this particular jump. Let's take a listen. She did the commentary for us. <laughs> so we're for the people of the bike segment. We're out walking the cross country course and we meet. Hi, my name's Jessie Deary. Jessie, and I'm from re- Minneapolis. Minneapolis. <laughs> she recognized me walking across. Didn't even hear my voice in the movie. I'm, no. surpri- I'm shocked. I've been looking at Glenn's face on the website. And the- <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, we apologize for that. And you were listening the whole way down? Yeah, we listened the whole way down. Horse Air Network, a lot of 2018 WEG show and the eventing show and that we even brushed up on our dressage. So oh, we were like, Reese what's Phillip? so special? They left yeah, yesterday. Exactly. You don't get to meet oh, them. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah, yeah so it's, it was awesome. Philip didn't want to be in a hurricane for some well, reason. You know, I Canadian. Mean, Come on, Philip. Yeah, he, he'll take a blizzard, but not a hurricane. <laughs> well, you should tell him it's no hurricane here. And you're from, her, you're from blizzard country. We're I from mean, blizzard country. Yeah. Yes. We're actually surprised to be warm and wet. We're usually cold and wet. Yes. What do you ride? Yes. Um, well, I currently have a Mustang. Really? A Mustang. Yay, Jamie. Yeah, yes. exactly. I love Jamie. <laughs> Hi, Jamie. Inventing Mustang. What yeah, level does your Mustang Well, he's, in a, he's a baby, so we're going to try for beginner novice. Yeah. 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 Hey, yeah. Jamie's going to be so proud yeah. of you. Yeah, he's great. His name is Howard. Howard? He's adorable. He's black. <laughs> was, what uh, range is he from? Do you know? He is from Nebraska. So All right, yeah. let's give live commentary here while oh, we're uh, doing it. Yeah, watching help? this. All right, okay, we have a rider coming up over okay, the... Let's, oh, oh, my God. Who is Todd. It? It's Todd? Mark Todd? Mark Todd? Oh, here we go. Mark Todd over the uh, American flag jump. Mark Todd I don't know what on that's the called. Car- the chimney. Is this the chimney rock jump? Uh, chimney rock jump. Oh, chimney and that didn't look like any trouble at all. No, not at all. And he's going to come down over a little uh, semi-skinny and it's with been, a big drop. It's been riding yeah. well. If it goes, if you ride forward, it's been riding well. You're better at this than me. Oh, and now let's see him through the water here. Oh, love, love it. Look at the pad on his neck. That's amazing. And let's see how he comes in here. All right, he's taking forward down the hill. Yep, AB picking him up, rebalancing to over the boat, flawless. And oh, okay, but taking the longer route, so that's fine. Oh, he ducked out. Unfortunate. He ducked out on us. Our other observations when we see the horses that take a look at that fountain, oh, and it seems to be very distracting yeah, for them. And then it's, it's hard to get exactly. Up. So then it's hard to get reorganized oh. and get their focus back to the jump, the which is unfortunate. Are having a tough day here. Yeah, yeah, this is a tough one. This has been tough for a lot of people. Do you want to just follow me around with the commentary <laughs> the whole course? You're great. Well, Terrific. You can buy me a beer. We'll see what happens. <laughs> I'll do that anyway. That's a fan. That's a fan. <laughs> So it just turned out that she was doing commentary for us on the, on the jump that he had a bobble there. So, Yeah, and actually we spoke to him after this, and this is what he said about it. He said it was, you know, unfortunate, but apart from that, he had a, a fantastic ride. And I do still love that horse. Like, if you offered it to me, this wouldn't put me off taking him. I'd still take him home. I'd put him on the trailer. <laughs> Originally, I had planned to go straight at the water. But when we saw, um, you know, quite a few horses 
spooking at the waterfall and uh, we decided to go round and take the option there. Unfortunately, when I did go round the waterfall, he still spooked and went sideways, which put me on a not a very good line to, to jump the angle coming out. And we had an annoying run out, but uh, other than that, he was he was amazing, and I had a really good ride, and despite a slight lucky moment at one fence coming down the hill. But um, you know, he's still relatively inexperienced, but he's uh, he's such a gutsy little thing, uh, but just annoying. Another person that had a tough day was one of our favorite riders from 2010, Jessica Phoenix, who you interviewed yesterday on the yes. show. Jessica had a tough ride. At, I, I, Jennifer watched that ride with me, and we were watching it on TV, so we got to see a lot of her ride. And, and the horse, she was having a tough time. He did, they just didn't seem in sync. No. Uh, yeah. She, she, she almost came off at a couple of the jumps, and then she hung on. Oh, my God. You remember in 2010 in the water jump, she had the picture of a lifetime. We had her on after because she was hanging on the neck oh, in the water yes. jump and then recovered. It was a video the, that of the viral. Lake. Yes. Well, she stayed on hanging on the neck for a lot longer than that It today. must have been 12 strides. It was 12 strides. She was hanging on the neck. And we thought she was going to recover. Everybody in here was yeah. going. I think. Was, there was gasps. <laughs> he, he started to go down one of the moguls. And she was still hanging on. I think he, he came slow, slow, slow. But then he put his head down when he finally stopped. And oh, and she just yeah. rolled off. Um, so she came off today, unfortunately. Jess, we still love you. And then <laughs> there were... The, one of the things that was really nice about today is... And it was a safe round. There were no horses that took frangible pins out. Uh, their horses were all safe. The riders all walked away. The ambulance crews and the veterinary crews were, were not used today. So that was yeah. all very good news. Um, 81 horses started. 72 got round. Uh, Which is there really were high, actually. Six falls, I think that was. And uh, one girl was pulled up by the ground jury. Her horse was lame. And one, yeah, that was one, uh, Sandra Affoth retired after two stops. And that was it. So, so it was a really good day that yeah. way. And yeah. a really safe day for eventing. Yeah, a lot, of, a lot of smart riding. Horses that, and pairs that weren't syncing up, they, they put their hand up and said, you know, we'll come back another day. Yeah. And that's hard, especially if you're on a team. Mm-hmm. That's really tough. So I was happy with that today, and I think everybody was. And you'll hear a little bit more about that at the press conference, too. So, Samantha, your, your thoughts going into whenever we do show jumping? <laughs> I think it'll be um, interesting. Historically, Ingrid Klimka's horse is a good show jumper, but it has had a couple down this year. And of course, uh, she was in this position at badminton the year that uh, William Fox Pitt won. She totally choked and no one could believe it. Um, Ros Cantor is very cool under pressure. It's easier to come in in second place and jump clear than it is to jump clear when you're going last in first place. So we'll see. Um, anything could happen. I hate. I hate the show. I hate. Being, <laughs> I hate show jumping. I hate watching. I get, now, I, do you think? Because you get too nervous. Yes, yeah. and it's just it's so expensive, and anything can happen. I just, <laughs> gonna, do I mean, you think really management close. is gonna is gonna play a factor? Because typically, horses. There's a certain schedule these horses and these riders and their fitness programs are used to using. Yeah. A day of rest in between isn't it's one of them. I do, a lot of the riders are saying that they don't know how it's going to affect them because they've never done it before. They've never and done and it. And, yeah. and if you think of human athletes or of yourself, like I've never run a big race, but if you think of runners, um, you know, if you run a race, apparently the next day you feel okay, but the, ne- the, the day after, after that, that you that? feel <sighs> really bad. Yeah. yeah. It catches up. Sore, so I think, yeah. I think management... 
And then also Janelle made factor. a good point about, you know, um, if we do get all the rain we're supposed to get tomorrow and we're stuck indoors and those horses are stuck in their stalls not being able to move around, they're going to be very sore, you know, they're yeah. well, not very sore, but that's not going to help things. Like if you want to ice and keep them walking and moving and they're stuck in their stalls because there's torrential rain and they're not allowed to go outside or, or do anything tomorrow because of all the rain we're supposed to get, yeah. that's going to make, the, you know, that's just going to, and even if it doesn't, just psychologically, it's going to prey on the, mi- the riders' minds, I think. Sure. But yeah, it's going to I think it's change all, the game a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I think just, you know, riders, we like routine. Competitors like to do things the way they've got used to doing things. Mm-hmm. And every time that every time you can't do that, it just unsettles you. And the horses do, too. Exactly. And keep an eye on our 2018 WEG Show Facebook page. We post all the announcements. So if things change again, we post them immediately on Glenn there. Glenn and I race each other to yes. post them. And sometimes we post them at the same time. <laughs> exactly so the we same might time. Post it, we might post it twice. <laughs> <laughs> I beat it you to the one this morning at 4 o'clock. You weren't up yet, so I got you on that one. <laughs> what one was that? Uh, it was the uh, another dressage one or something. It was oh, a, I don't yeah. know. It was like 12 posts ago. <laughs> okay. But yeah, so let's do this. Let's take a break. And Jennifer's going to tell us a little bit about something really cool coming from Horseware. And then we have part of the press conference that was this evening. And it's really cool to listen to the press conferences, actually. And not a lot of people get to do that. So I thought it would be fun to bring some of the sound. Some of the sound I had to, I had to edit the press conference because some of the... It was really long and some yeah. of it was quite boring. And it was quite quiet, too. So I... I'm giving you what I can get, and I'm going to leave a couple. I'm going to leave two of the French guys in talking French because, because that's just yes, because why because not? I'm just appealing to the women in and the I audience. And I love the French. <laughs> Jennifer, tell us about horseback. You horse have wear. to keep your co-host happy, Glenn. Yes, that's right. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, we have another seven days yet. <laughs> <laughs> well, horseware has been added again. They've been innovating in the horse rug department for many a year, and now they're getting into technology, and that is called Horsepal. And HorsePal is a revolutionary piece of technology designed by Horseware to improve your horse's health and comfort, just like their blankets. This app works with a small sensor that sits underneath your horse's rug, continuously monitoring temperature and humidity, and allowing you to track your horse's comfort levels and rug your horse appropriately. Your sensor will sync seamlessly with your HorsePal mobile app, letting you download and store data on your about your horse on your phone. And the HorsePal app has a robust array of features, including managing multiple stables, managing staff, and managing vet and farrier interaction, interaction, and get this, invoicing, hello, manage multiple horses inside each stable. And as I mentioned before, you can manage temperature and humidity readings every 15 minutes, and it displays it on graphs, so it's easy to understand. And you have a rug recommender in there, so when the weather forecast comes through, it uses complex algorithms to eliminate the guesswork on what rug to put on your horse. You can build a family tree for your horses. That's always fun to share with your friends. And if you're in the industry of breeding or buying and selling horses, that can be really, really handy. You can stall, store all of your equine documentation and retrieve it at the push of a button. You'll never forget your Coggins test again. And HorsePal app is available on your iPhone or or your Android. Just go to your iPhone or Google Play Store and look for it. And you can also learn more at HorsePal.com. Welcome to the press conference following the team stage. Well, we talked about teams first after the cross country. And we're also going to be joined shortly by Amy Kripka and those involved in the individual course. And uh, just to remind you of the team results of cross country. First off, up it is very good. On a score of 80.8, it is Ireland on a score of 89, France on 91.8. 
that we're also going to talk to uh, our individual riders, led by Ingrid Klinkel on 23, Ross Cantor on 24.6 for Great Britain, and uh, Sarah Ellis for uh, Ireland. So let's go on to the team first. Richard's gagging to get to the mic. <laughs> so let's go with you first. Richard Shefterke for the uh, British squad here. Your thoughts on today and how the team's performed? Uh, I mean, absolutely fantastic. Unbelievable. Um, I think every round, these guys, four, four more clear rounds under the time. Um, they were class acts. If you, I can't wait to watch the uh, videos back and uh, see the performances from all of them. They sat beautifully, they rode beautifully, the horses reacted to them, and the way they came up that hill at the end was super. And in terms of, I mean, your, your first three riders out, it was, it was pretty well in the bag from, from that point onwards. No, I don't agree with you at all. Um, <laughs> it's, it's not like to the, uh, the ladies' things, as we know. And uh, yeah, it was uh, still, uh, you know, the old heartbreak can still go to the last one home safely. Uh, it was very, very good. And, and from your point of view, obviously following up from European Championships last year, your thoughts on how the squad's progressed? Uh, I mean, uh, unbelievably, we're, we're very privileged at the moment. We've got a, a big uh, group of riders, we've got width, we've got depth, and uh, these guys just proved that this afternoon. And obviously, from your, your point of view, following up for these Europeans in terms of team coach, team up Chris Bartle now, that, that's obviously all going in the right direction as well. Yeah, it's fabulous. I mean, we've got really good, uh, you know, we keep reminding each other that we need to, that it's one team. And, uh, we spend our lives checking the challenge of each other. It's a, a fantastic team environment. Our support staff are amazing, owners, sponsors, and uh, the idea is to put these guys on the podium. Well, that's certainly a good way towards that. Let's go on to a couple of teams for the British. Let's go with Gemma Tassel, she's nearest to us. Gemma, just talk us through a little of your round today across country and what it was like out there. Yeah, obviously, I'm Pixel Lizard, the cross country machine. Um, my job today was to go out and go clear inside the time uh, as a pathfinder and luckily I managed to set the time for the day and these guys all followed so that was brilliant. Um, <coughs> I was actually 15 seconds down at the bottom of the hill and was on my 8 minute marker so it just shows how quick that horse is. was pulling up um, from the second last to the end and was still 13 seconds inside the time so he's an amazing horse. Well, uh, so, so you a few thoughts. I mean, you, we saw, you know, parts of course like, like the water with the wood mass event sustainability play. What were the team thoughts on how to tackle that and where that was causing problems? Uh, we had a plan right off from the start. We had to get a wavered. Um, knew what we were up to. We had a good plan. We had some side plans and things went wrong. So yeah, strong. We knew what we were doing and everyone was seriously delivered. Super, okay, we'll come to some individual questions from the press for you. Let's come down to, to Sally for the Free Irish squad, sitting in silver medal position on 89 at the moment. Sally, your overall thoughts on the squad today? I thought they were amazing job. They were so professional. You know, we've had a fantastic preparation. We knew they could do it, and they just had to believe in themselves and just, you know, keep doing what they do. And seeing how the cross country unfolded today, what were your thoughts on it? Did it change any of the original plans that you had for them? We just made the adjustment at the at 10 8, 10, coming jumping up the bank at the water. The sources are spooking, spooking there, so it was made the plan with sand to try going round and you could still get the time. 
So it's considered that that was just the way we're always going to do it. Um, but otherwise, the riders had their own minds, they knew what they wanted to jump, and uh, they, you know, they had their plans and they stuck to their plans for what they were going to do. Sam Watson, I know you can, you can chat away. Sam, we, we talked a little about, you know, how the thoughts were attacking things like the, the, the Mars combination there. What were your thoughts on, and how did your brand come together? Give us a few key parts of, of Sam Watson's brand today. I thought the, uh, all the fences were very jumpable. A um, lot of options. I think it, it, it was a very clever course in that it, it had the, gave a lot of riders a lot of things to think about. It didn't have some of the height that we'd seen at Burley as, as a four-star before, and I don't think we were going to expect that now at this level. So it maybe lured a couple of riders into a false sense of security early, um, but the job is this, you just have to, you know, they're all out of the textbook, these these combinations, you know, they're all, all testing the same thing, and we've been working on this for a year now. We, we, our cross-country is our number one thing that we work on. We want to be the, the best cross-country nation again. Ireland have a good reputation, and I think we showed it today that we can we can do it. So, what were some of the, the key things in the build-up that you think paid off today for, for you and for the rest of the squad? Well, Sally, I mean, I, I've done more hours training as part of Team Ireland in the last year and a half than I did in I've probably done ten times in the last year and a half than I did in the ten years previous in terms of training as a team. It used to be something that you would just leave cross country to, you know, for you to do privately. Um, Sally's put on a, a lot of clinics and, um, you know, she, she's, been, she's been pretty hard on us to make sure it's all done properly. Uh, and then it, it comes here and it ne I've never been on a, you know, third world games and to feel so comfortable out there. It just was, I mean, he is a very good horse, but again, you know, his first championships and it was just all just yeah, point point and keep steering. It was a nice round. Carl, let's come on to the to the French squad. Come down to the, the French chef to keep to to comment on France's performance today. Uh, it's great with the performance of uh, all five riders, and he says it. Um, Terry says it comes from the training camp we we are used uh, to do every time before championships that last two weeks. So now it's been three weeks we live together, the team spirit is really good. All the riders help each other and uh, yeah, the result comes. And also related with the conditions, he was wearing the, the heat. Thanks to Florence, uh, the conditions were very nice. I'm not sure we'll be thanking her later, but anyway. Thibaut, let's come down to you. Sitting in, in fourth place at this stage, and I think the guys are going to help you with this one. Thibaut, sitting in fourth place, just talk us through your, your round today. J'avais pas mal français, c'est le mieux. Oui, donc il était intime, il était quatrième hier du dressage. C'est un cheval qui a une grosse, grosse locomotion, donc qui est souvent assez bien placé dans ce test de dressage. Et aujourd'hui, il a vraiment répondu présent, il a été très disponible, il a été très sérieux dans tout ce qu'il a fait, et c'était un plaisir de le monter. Il a prouvé encore une fois que c'est un they said he was fourth after dressage and uh, it's a horse for a big canter. Today he really proved uh, that he was there at the, the moment that he had to be there and uh, everything went uh, fluently. 
so mistaken position that he was. Ross Cantor has come to you, Great British and Rider All Star B. Close between the uh, top few of you there, of course, Ingrid on 23.3, you on 24.6. Ross into this position in, in a world championship now for you. New position for you. Um, yeah, it's my first time at a world championship as well, so um, we're renting the unknown a little bit, but um, All Star B is just the most fantastic horse. Um, we've grown up together learning to, to, together at this level really, so I had everything in him today and he really delivered for me. And in terms of your expectations and what's been you, the pair of you, delivered today, how does it compare? Um, well, today was all about the team, as was yesterday, and that's that's um, my number one focus for remains. So um, the fact that I'm in some mental position is a bonus and it's really exciting, but um, I've just got to thank everybody that's the whole team and our support team that's around us because I couldn't have done it without them. And going forward, I got all the information, I knew exactly where I needed to be, and, and it really helped me today. And speaking of that information, what was some of the key information that was passed to you today by some of your teammates? Um, that I needed to be up in my first two minutes, not to panic too much if I was a little bit down in the rest of the minutes in the bowl, and then just to really kick on up the hill. And, you know, we all knew our horses were fit today, so we just went for it, and they really delivered. Good. Hello, my name is Michael Rosson from the German Press Agency EPA and I have a question to the officials. Uh, in the case the show jumping has to be cancelled, like the freestyle is cancelled, what will happen then? Do we have a medal winner, like the podium guest now is, or we have nothing? Um, actually Jim Wall's here. Jim, do you want to come here as the director of eventing and uh, Catherine from the FBI? Jim, do you want to? Yeah. We, we have no intention of canceling the competition. It's likely that we'll have to jump on Monday, have a horse inspection tomorrow, but we're going to finish this thing. We have to try to finish. This is Olympic qualification for the teams, and we will try to make it happen. We will finish the competition with show jumping. Do you have the competitive advantage? Engineered with the industry-leading innovations for sheer performance, the new Bates Advanta delivers on its promise to be your ultimate secret weapon. You have never been this close to your horse. The Bates Advanta eventing saddle is engineered for the perfect connection. With an ultra-sensitive feel of your horse and effortless balance, together you are poised for takeoff and prepared for the unexpected. Sharpen your reflexes and push your boundaries in the new competitive advantage. The Bates Advanta Eventing Saddle. We dare you to take the test ride challenge and unlock your performance advantage today. Book your test ride at BatesSaddles.com. That's BatesSaddles.com. Well, I just want to remind you again to, to keep following our page at 2018 Weg Show. We are posting everything that we can up there. Posted a bunch of pictures from the cross country today, a bunch of listener pictures as well. And speaking of listeners and people that we find at WEG, we have the segment called The People of WEG. And now the people of WEG. So we are just bumping into all the celebrities here at WEG. And I have found Marcia Sapp here, who's been on our show many times. Hey, Glenn. How are you? Good, good. You've been on many times and uh, talked about all kinds of things, from Mustang makeovers to many things, I think, over the years. Yeah, Mustang makeovers, Cobra the Briar Horse, uh, 
Briarfest. We've talked about a bunch of things. So, um, is this your first WEG? This is the first time I've been to WEG. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. You weren't in Lexington? I, I did not make it to Lexington when it was there. Okay, well, here you got it. We're a little wet right now, but hopefully that'll change. So, why are you here? So, I'm here because I was invited to come and do a demo with Cobra the Mustang, who was my extreme Mustang makeover horse, who turned into a national champion dressage horse, who turned into a world champion western dressage horse, and is now a Briar model horse. Right. So I uh, was scheduled to do a demo with Cobra, which is really exciting to have a Mustang at, at the WEG. It's pretty cool. Except they've been canceled now. Yes, uh, yes. Unfortunately, there's a pesky thing called uh, Hurricane Florence. Yeah. That is coming in. Um, probably why we're getting a little bit of rain today. And yeah, is yeah, Cobra a little here? disappointing. Is it? Cobra's not on okay. site. He's at a neighboring barn about 10 minutes away. So Fat and happy and eating grass. There's lots of good grass here. Yeah, so. yeah. So he, he's, he's loving North Carolina. He thinks it's great. So yeah, yeah. So he's not on site right now. Well, we wish you the best of luck. Where can people find you? Oh, people can look up Cobra the Mustang on Facebook. They can look up me on Facebook, Marsha Hartford Sap. They can look up my website, southernoaksequestrian.com. Um, lots of different places to, to check out Cobra and what we're doing. Very good. Thank you, Marsha. All right, Glenn. Well, we are still hanging out in the rain in the Omega Alpha booth. Jeff has been kind enough to let us hang out here. Um, he didn't have a choice. We were just took over. <laughs> so, so I found Sandra Ballou. Is that, did I say it right? Yes. Yay, a French name I got right. Yes. That's great. And you are an artist. Tell us about what you do. Yes, I'm a dressage writer and trainer and an equine artist, and I combine both of my skills together, so I create paintings while I'm riding my horse. I do it mostly all in motion. How do you keep the canvas with you? Actually, the canvas is stationary. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, my easel is almost nine feet tall. And it's a really, you know, big structure with a long arm on the on the end of it to keep it stable. And it's staked into the ground. And my canvas is four by five feet. And then so it starts about four feet high so that my horse, when I go by, I can reach the top of the canvas and I can reach the bottom of the canvas. So you're riding by doing one stroke yep, at a time? Yeah, so I ride by. Um, sometimes what I'll do is I'll do one stroke or I'll, I'll put a lot of paint in my hand and I'll like canter by and rub the canvas. I also have water, like with um, little squeeze, you know, squeeze yep. bottles. Or I'll throw things at it. Um, and then I also have brushes. And so I'll do a lot of, like, I'll do a little, like, trot in place or a halt and rein back. And so the backwards motion is easier for me to put the paint on. And so I'll kind of, like, touch the canvas forward and back and then canter around and get my paint and then come back and forth towards it. Like, so, art wasn't hard enough to begin I know. with. <laughs> you had to go and make it harder. <laughs> well, it's something really wonderful for my horse to do because... Um, Rovandio, he's an Andalusian Lipizzan gelding, and he's 17 now, so he's older. And um, I've, I've uh, ridden him his whole life, and he's he's um, you know he's a good dressage horse, and he's but he's not necessarily highly talented. So it kind of reached a point where he loves to perform and he likes audiences, but I didn't really have a whole lot for him to do. So um, he's very comfortable bareback. So I actually ride him with a bareback pad, and I ride him bitless. Um, you know, most of the time, and he's very good about that. So I can ride him one-handed, and he's got a great temperament. So he just, he enjoys it. So he's really good. He's never spooked at it. He, he'll go to the table. He'll kind of parallel park so I can get my paint. He'll pick up a brush. You know, he'll get his treats. I, he's, he loves it, and he likes the audience. So, um, you know, that's what I do with him. So that's his special 
talent, and then my Frisian, I do more bridalist and liberty work with, and he's definitely not a painting not horse. Not a painting horse. No. <laughs> Way too bouncy. He's a little too suspicious. Um, well, I not saw real some handy, of your paintings, you know? too, and they do yeah. not look like they were painted on a horse. I know. That's why I, they're I beautiful. need a big banner to show, because yeah, <laughs> I actually create a horse on the canvas, but I've always drawn calligraphy. You know, ever since I was in high school, I did calligraphy designs, and I sell my own products with calligraphy designs, so I really like fast painting. I've never been the kind of artist that wanted to spend days and months on a painting. I like want to do it and just not think about it and just poosh, you know, Is that it's just right the there. way you are? You have ADD really bad. Yeah, probably, right? <laughs> I just like to be like in the moment and have fun and then move on to something okay. else. You mentioned calligraphy and you're yeah. dressed up. I mean, you, you look like any Renaissance fair. I used yeah. to work at Renaissance fair yeah, yeah, and yeah. I owned an acting company for 10 yeah. years that did medieval mm -hmm. feasts. Yeah. So are you a Rennie? Not, not necessarily. Okay. I've been to some Renaissance fairs. There's not a lot up in Maine where I live. Okay. So um, I've been to a few, but I love to perform. And so I do a lot of performances like Liberty and Exhibition stuff with my horses. So I really love the costumes. And I do fantasy photo shoots with my Frisian particularly, you know, anything. And I've done indie films. Um, and we're signed up to do an actual, like, real film in the fall uh, next next year. So it's very exciting. I like anything that's creative and fun with the horses. Love to get dressed up. Um, so I have a lot of stuff on my on my website. Well, that's with very all those cool. Things. What's the yeah. website? Uh, BeginTheDance.com. But then I also have just my art stuff on ArtOnHorseback.com. So BeginTheDance.com and yeah. ArtOnHorseback.com. Yes. Thanks a bunch. Yes. Thank you. Are you towing your horse and need a place to stay? No worries if you're traveling on the East Coast. Stop at Bed and Barn Farms, an awesome horse hotel in North Carolina, conveniently located halfway between the Northeast and Florida. They have plenty of room for your trailers, large stalls, paddocks, arenas, trails, and best of all, lodging for you as well. That's where we're staying right now. They have Wi-Fi, cable, full kitchen, and a tax store. They also have a washing machine, and we used it today. So pull out your cell phone and book your room today. Bed and Barn Farms located in Forest City, North Carolina. 10 minutes to try on and 30 minutes to a fence and also an hour to Charlotte or Asheville. It's the best host, it's the best horse hotel around. I have messed that line up every day we've done this show. It takes three times to teach a fool, Glenn. <laughs> Find us on the web at Bed and Barn Farms nc.com bed and barn farms nc.com well um before we wrap up today i just wanted to mention that tomorrow is a dark day so we're going to be dark too we're going to take a day off because we have seven more days we of might doing have this. the final horse inspection we don't know yet so in, in that case i'll be here for that and you can post it on our our facebook page okay. uh yeah post it on our facebook page uh, and then on Monday, we'll bring you the only thing on Monday at this show point jumping. is show jumping. Uh, dressage has been canceled. So we'll be doing the show jumping. That's usually in the afternoon. Uh, yep. Usually, but that could pending change Who around knows? here. <laughs> we'll let you know when that is. It should be covered on TV, too, on NBC. Pending change. Who knows? Uh, but it was covered today on NBC. So hopefully it will that be then as well. That needs to be well. one of the T-shirts that you can buy here. Tra WAG, tra WAG 2018 pending change. But we are here through next Sunday, actually, <sighs> and Tuesday starts paradressage and vaulting. Did you see the vaulters around today? They were out as teams watching cross-country. I was in my little zone, my oh, mix zone. Oh, let me tell you. You could tell the vaulters. They were out in teams, and they're girls that looked like they just came out of a weightlifting competition. Oh, my God, they're built. Tanks. And then the little tiny ones that are the flyers were in there, too, but they look so... 
they looked so tiny compared to the tanks. Uh, they were huge. <laughs> it was very obvious who the vaulters were. Uh, then we get into paradressage also. Uh, vaulting jumping starts on Wednesday, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we continue with paradressage, jumping, and vaulting all the way until Friday when driving starts. Of course, that's my favorite one because I'm a driver. So driving dressage on Friday, and then we get into Saturday and Sunday we finish up. So we have seven more days of coverage here on the 2018 Wake Show. We are not done yet, but it does not look like we'll have another hurricane coming in, so hopefully the weather will be a little quieter. Never say never. How dare... You should never... You shouldn't jinx <laughs> I, I us like that, I said it doesn't Glenn. look like we have another hurricane oh. coming in. Uh, but, but, you know, the temperature is supposed to be hot again next week, so yep. that'll, that'll play a factor in what's going on, too. I did see the evidence for you drivers out there that are waiting for driving. They're the marathon uh, obstacles. The obstacles are, are out there. being built, and they will look pretty. Yeah, there's some fun ones out there, including a bridge. So that'll be fun to see how they lay that out. And we'll take pictures just like Samantha did. We'll yep. run out and take pictures of all the obstacles for you. It's harder because they're so giant. Yeah, they're big. It's harder to take We need pictures. a drone. Yeah. Uh, so that's it. I should have brought my drone. I never Hello. thought about it. That's it for today. Thank you, everybody. Remember, you can find us at any place you find Podcast 2018 Wake Show. We are one of 17 shows on the Horse Radio Network. You can find them all on the free Horse Radio Network app, iOS or Android. Just download it. Search for Horse Radio Network. All of our shows are also found on horseradionetwork.com. We have over 7,000 episodes that we have produced with over 9,000 guests over the last 10 years. So if you get bored at any time and want to spend the next year, 24 hours a day, listening to shows we have enough for you so head on over to horseradionetwork.com thank you samantha thank you jennifer thank you glenn